Hello and welcome to the Change in Education podcast. As the UK's largest education business partnership, the Change in Education group delivers the best in-class work experience and careers management services. Why not find out more? Check out our website, changingeducation.co.uk and send us an email, info at changingeducation.co.uk. In this week's podcast, we discuss the Change in Education group being listed as a top five edtech organisation in the UK. Hello and a very warm welcome to the Change in Education podcast. My name is Amos Madrum, joined by company directors and co-founders, Matthew Hodgkinson and Stephen Hatney. And this week we're talking about EdTech organization and their feature, their article of the Change in Education group. Uh, the article was very much about uh, empowering educators uh, with digital digitalized work experience programs uh, through the Change in Education group. And uh, basically our technology, our technology is not only aligned with Ofsted's guidelines, but also takes into account the nuanced requirements of educators as well as students. That sounds so interesting. Matthew, uh, I've read the article. It's such a good read. Uh, please explain to us uh, what that article was all about. Good morning to you, by the way. <laughs> morning, Amos. Happy uh, happy Wednesday. Uh, cold and frosty morning. Uh, <laughs> the article... Uh, yeah, I believe the ask as well written. You know, they spoke the, uh, the 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 award was given to us in December. The the organisation reached out to us, having looked at our website and the work that we do in the UK. And uh, yeah, we're happy with the article. We're happy with the award that we've been given. You know, being being recognised the work that we've done over the past twelve years is very humbling, and we. Uh, we're able to now showcase that we have been recognised as top five edtech companies in the UK, and the award really is. Well, hopefully, Steve and I, you know, we'll both speak quite openly about it in this in this podcast. But the the award, personally, I feel is in recognition for the way that we are trying to shape work related learning in this country to make it easy and accessible for uh, college groups students, employers, to actually all get involved and limit the steps required through the effective use of technology. So, yeah, the, we, we were interviewed, shortlisted, we won. So, yeah, of course, a celebration. And uh, we're going to be uh, flashing it all over our website, AMOS, uh, through some, uh, some social media campaigns that we're about to run. And, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Sounds really good. Um, Steve, good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Empowering educators with digitalized work experience programs. Matthew's spoken about that a little bit. Um, could you elaborate on that for us? Yeah, so the, I mean, it's difficult because people that know me, uh, they'll probably argue differently, but it's very difficult. I don't carry a big ego. Obviously, to get an award, you have to uh, preferably blow your own trumpet and 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 shout about the uh, the work that you or we do as an organisation with young people and employers and educators. So, 
this was a great opportunity personally and professionally for me because this was a validation to our Connect product. And what I mean by that was is that uh, not that he took much convincing. Um, when we created the Connect program uh, software uh, to help us manage and track our own internal work-based learning programs and careers programs, we did it for our own selfish reasons, which was to really make uh, it easy for our staff to do their job effectively. And then obviously secondary to that was to make sure that the students would have a meaningful experience and, and that we could report effectively on that, uh, as well as communicating communicating with our employers and our uh, educators efficiently. So when we created it, there was no... Uh, there was no original agenda to uh, wrap it up as a product and roll it out to uh, potential clients to use themselves. So the first three, four years of Connect was very much about us using it internally. And, and with that, really, it did, um, it did revolutionize the way that we were able to operate uh, from becoming, you know, and, and this, is, this is not new to anybody, but, you know, getting rid of the paper, getting rid of the spreadsheets, the documents, the hundreds of emails, and just just the first of just removing that from the workflow, you know, was just a huge thing for us to make our provision better because we had more time to spend on the quality stuff rather than some of the, I'm not saying not important, but some of the job-heavy admin roles that, you know, Connect started to pick up. So, you know, we... we, we we were very lucky uh, to, you know, not to, in some ways we could have gone out and found another product and just used somebody else's product to help us deliver our programs, but we decided to create our own. And so by doing so, uh, Connect was born and obviously that was just the web platform. We obviously now have a mobile student app. So uh, we then obviously, I, I convinced, not convinced, as I said, I didn't mean much convinced. I did say to Matt that, you know, please let me focus on connect. Please let me, um, you know, move away from delivery. I can really build this product and I can uh, then get it to a point where we can use it as, you know, we can sell it to uh, other similar companies, colleges, schools that, um, you know, would benefit as well from the platform's uh, functionality for careers and work experience. So, uh, you know, the things that it does, as you said, align with an often and a Gatsby agenda. It is always, a lot of the processes we connect are uh, on a journey towards excellence and it supports the staff member to follow that journey to make sure that the student and the employer are going through a meaningful program and that, that are well supported. So, you know, to get the recognition for that, you know, me personally, you know, I could turn to Matt and say, I told you. I told you, and, and, and I thank him as well. I thank him to uh, giving me the time to move away from the delivery. And, and just to put things in perspective, what that actually means is, is that he let me leave 80%, or you had at the very beginning, 100% of the business seven years ago was delivery, and we didn't have any Connect clients. So, you know, he's then obviously is, is, is then managed the delivery side. And, you know, as it stands today, it's still 80-20. And we, when it comes to a tech company, we are still fledgling. And uh, we, obviously we, we're developing our products um, continually. So, uh, yeah, so uh, I do feel vindicated slightly, Omas. Because it could have gone the other way and he could have asked me, well, have you spent all this money? <laughs> well, have you spent all this money and all this time and effort when you could have been helping me with delivery? 
And I think it's worked out really well because you've both worked at your strengths. Uh, Matthew, you're really good at the delivery side of things. You know, Steve, you understand Connect. Uh, you've made it your own. Uh, there's so much to it. I think that we could even discuss. Uh, Matthew, talk to us about those early stages, coming to that decision, knowing that, you know, maybe it would be better for Steve to focus on uh, developing Connect so that you could focus on the other side of the business. Yeah, I mean, with, with anything, it, it, the technology is an investment, Amos, and technology is expensive to, to build. And, and I think we're talking about two things here, the long game, the short game. And, you know, everybody now, this isn't a, this isn't a business masterclass, but businesses to grow needs, needs services to be sold and regular cash flow. And to start a tech company from scratch, I mean, we're no experts in starting tech companies, Amos, but to start a tech company from scratch, I'd very much imagine that you need a huge cash injection because technology is expensive to build, very expensive to tweak. And when you think you've built technology to a level where consumers will use it or, or a client will purchase it, it has to have gone through a lot of, of, of user experience, market research, test beds, and, and we're still in that phase. I think you're, you're always going to be in that phase before a product is released into the marketplace or in, in this case, into the hands of a student. It has to be tested to make sure that the young people like the app, that they stay on the app. And what I mean by that is actually when they pick the app up, it's clear what they are meant to do with the app and they stay using the app for a period of time. It's not just something that they pick up and put down. So we recognize as an organization that that is a long-term objective for us as a business. We use technology in-house. So within our offices, we use the Connect platform and app to manage, track, and deliver our uh, outreach, which is our career services to schools and, and our work experience programs to schools. So we're using it every day. And then it was probably, uh, get my, my time frame correct, but it was a number of years ago that, I mean, Steve alluded to it, that we, then we thought, well, the, the technology now is at a level. It's been tested. Clients now can purchase that on license and they can, in effect, manage and track their own work experience, careers related programs without the need for a service buy-in. So when, when people visit our website, we are, we are one organization. We call ourselves a changing education group, but we've got, we, we have software and we have delivery. So clients can opt for either or. They can purchase an off-the-shelf product from us and they can deliver every aspect of their work-related learning programs or they can ask us to do it on their behalf which obviously saves them considerable time and investment in uh, in personnel within that uh, within within their school or college uh, so that that you know, we use either way, either if they choose option A or option B, Amos, they will still have access to Connect in some way, shape or form. Uh, I guess that the, the pricing point is just different in that. So 
we're at a stage now where we 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 have visions to get to a point where the technology is so intuitive, where the technology works for every end user, which is students, parents, wider stakeholders, including employers and college groups, and you know that could stretch out to uh, local councils and everything. But we're really proud of the product because the product works really well but it's, it's always in development amos and i think going back to the original point you know we need to have the investment and the time running co-currently to the service element that we offer as well and that's kind of how we split up the business we're still taking ownership over the product the new ideas we have ideas all the time and appreciate from our staff members and clients always asking well, it'd be nice if the technology could do this. It would be nice if we could make these changes by tomorrow. Uh, have you thought about these ideas? And of course, we we accept that feedback all the time. We welcome it. But things take time. And this isn't a product that we want to be picked up by a student or a college group and then put down within a week. This is a product that is now in its... Uh, I think Steve will correct me, but I think we started developing it 12 years ago. We want this product to be around for a long time and the product to be integrated with well-known systems out there because it's a powerful, and I think I think the word powerful is actually taken from the article. It's a powerful piece of technology now. And uh, as I said, we've, we've got visions to make sure that the product is around for a long time and it integrates with all those big platforms out there, Amos. Thank you for sharing that with us. Steve, um, what's the USB for this uh, product? And also, do you see yourself sharing the product with other education business partnerships? Uh, yeah, so our USP, uh, as Matthew said, that we, we're not software developers, me and Matt. We, uh, our background is health and education. You know, I... I'm a qualified nurse by trade and, uh, you know, I'm in no way a software developer or got a degree uh, in any form of digital uh, software. But the USP comes from the fact that me and Matthew, uh, based on our um, experiences and also based on our knowledge of uh, the national and local agenda and drivers for quality work experience, quality risk management, quality employer engagement, careers provision uh, enables us to understand what is involved to make sure that that provision is of a high standard. And so if we understand that, Amos, and we deliver it anyway in high volume, then it makes it a lot more simpler for us to understand what is needed from technology. What technology, because we do it day in, day out ourselves, we understand the nuances that we need to have in place to four things, Amos, four things for the tech, irrespective of it being, uh, if you're using the tech to manage work-based learning, work experience, work placements, extended work placements, if you're using the tech to manage risk, if you're using the tech to uh, student progression regarding their skill sets, if you're using the tech to 
do employer engagement and share placement opportunities with students. If you're using the tech to track careers or destination data, it, 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 for us, there, there is a baseline of, of, of a baseline of stuff that you have to do mandatory. So we understand that and, and the system will allow you to do that effectively and efficiently. And then you have the gold standard stuff. And we are implemented and have implemented over the, you know, we've got the baseline, we've got the baseline delivery model within Connect sorted years ago. We're spending, we're spending our time now making sure that the system operates to that gold standard uh, provision. So um, the USP is that uh, we are, uh, a software company that offers work experience and career software and our USP is, is that we also have our delivery arm so we understand the nuances needed to uh, make those programs work effectively. So that's our USP. We're the only company uh, that I'm aware of that have got their own software but also have their own delivery arm. Uh, and that, gives, that, gives, that gives us a great platform to, as Matt said to we obviously will ask our clients for feedback but if we've got our own staff coming back saying this would be great or this doesn't work or we could great if we could do this, this would make things work easily. And you've got to remember, me and Matt are both directors. So, you know, away from, uh, and, and, and I say this tongue in cheek, away from making sure that we're always delivering quality, especially Matt, we're trying to make, we're trying to make things work efficiently from a financial point of view. You know, what can we do, you know, that is, that is not, you know, it's cost effective, but also offers quality. So, there is that element of it as well. So, yeah, so understanding delivery is our USP because we do it. And then from our uh, partners, you know, we, we, we have, um, com there is companies from who have a delivery arm similar to us across the country. They're e traditionally they're known as EBPs. We do work with some EBPs already, but uh, more so me, more so Matthew than me has had an agenda to get as many uh, EBP partners as possible across the country. I've been predominantly focused on uh, some of the traditional larger educational organizations, especially colleges, uh, and obviously from our point of view, starting to have our eye now on universities, because if you're an educator and you have a work experience and careers, we're building a platform that helps you do that efficiently. Fantastic. Matthew, talk to us about the challenges of maintaining that gold standard. We set we, we, we set high standards, Amos, and the award is is recognition of that. So that's the starting point, you know. Maintaining the high standards, the approval will be in the pudding, won't it? If we receive more awards moving forward, and that's definitely our aim to do so. I think the the competition in the marketplace is buoyant, Amos. So that gives us a proverbial kick up the backside that we must keep building the tech and we reinvest considerably. Any revenues that we make as an organization is reinvested into technology. So the technology then speaks for itself. But if we're listening to our clients and we're listening to our students and we act quickly and smartly in this marketplace, then the technology can only improve. So that's one of our huge drivers this year and actually having just met with Steve and we've just re-engineered our whole customer surveys so we're looking forward to receiving the feedback on the platform and as I said with you know we're looking at test beds 
of students and colleges and schools all the time because we have a number of products that are going to be launched this year uh, without getting into the, the, the technical aspects. We, we have Connect, which is a, a very powerful uh, platform that holds wonderful features and benefits to schools, educators, colleges, EDPs, as Steve mentioned, councils who can use the Connect platform to manage and track work experience, careers, log events, et cetera, et cetera. Brilliant. It's a great platform. We've been told it's great. Well, sometimes what you have to do is make sure that you give the client exactly what it is that they need, what they require. So one of our focuses now is actually breaking the platform down into usable, digestible, uh, smaller versions. And one of the one of the, uh, versions that we'll, we will be creating is a Connect Lite. And if we viewed this as uh, uh, as a box full of, I don't know, it's a, it's, a, it's a box full of 100 pencils, well, we need to give a school a box full of 10 pencils because actually they're only going to use 10 pencils. They're not, they don't need the 100 pencils in the box. So it's a case of breaking this platform down and finding the right pricing points for each one of these services so that when a an end user logs in that they can easily find and use the service that is relevant to the needs of that individual and you know i go back to again user experience you can have the best that's a good point here is that you can have the most powerful platform in the world but actually upon login if the end user doesn't actually like what they see or they find it difficult to navigate from point A to point B, then regardless of how much we how how you know how much we tell them that the platform is so powerful and it's the best on the market, they're still not going to use it. So it's really important that over the next uh, the next six to twelve months when we are launching new variations of our products into the marketplace that we uh, that we spend the time on the user experience so that it's a nice place for the client to stay. They stay in the space because the product is working for them and we've understood their needs. And actually that they they recommend our, our product then to other schools, colleges in the marketplace. Uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully that's answered the question, Amos. It really is a case of the next, the foreseeable is, is the continuous reinvestment in the products because the product is at a stage now where it's an expect it's like a cruise ship Amos. It, you know, you need you need regular maintenance. Everything needs cleaning, and it needs uh, it needs all the bedrooms on the cruise ship to be uh, to be upgraded, and uh, it needs uh, it's expensive ship to run, so to speak. So. It's worthy of the investment, and we look forward to launching those product variations this year. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing that with us, Matthew. Steve, do you sometimes wonder how two educators have ended up running a high-end tech company? Sorry, say that again, Amos. I was just, I was just writing down, sorry, I was sidetracked there. 
some wonderful analogies. I've got my pencil one, 10 pencils from 100, <laughs> and I've got a cruise ship. So uh, maybe, I, I, I want to make, sure, make sure we're on the same page when we're, when we're, when we're using analogies on the product. These things come to me. This isn't pre-scripted this stuff. Mind and Matthew, this is. <laughs> this this just comes to me, you know. I know. I'll probably reflect I if I listen to this podcast again. I'll probably think, "What the hell am I talking about?" Don't worry, I'll put some pencils. Don't worry. It's, it's, it's all wisdom uh, here, so lots of uh, golden nuggets to take. No, Steve, I was asking, how did two educators end up running a high end tech business? Oh, I don't know. Lucky, lucky. Um, I just think, if I'm honest, running um, work experience, work-based learning and careers on paper, on spreadsheets, on emails, just just doesn't it just doesn't work. And 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 we realised that you know three or four years into business when you got all these forms, self-placement forms piled high in the office and somebody's manually inputted them. So, you know, we 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 looked around at other products that were available. I just didn't think I wanted to spend money on at the time, no disrespect to those products, is glorified digitalized spreadsheets still. I wanted it to take it one step further. So uh we would just, you know, lucky driven and you know benefiting from experience because we knew what it took to deliver a work experience program a careers program and all we needed to do is make sure that we created our own system that allowed us to do those basic things first don't run before you can walk so you know connect now is actually i'll tell you something i'll tell you a couple of interesting uh stories a couple of feedbacks so i'll keep it anonymous but you know we've got to the point now where we originally you know if i'm honest originally connect was very much a tip box exercise do this at this point and you know you weren't winning you weren't going to win any awards for quality but you were going to make sure the things that you've got to do get done so the system's really transparent but now we're in the realms of you know student progression appraisals feedback tracking the progression what's the destination data so you know connect does the basics really well the things that you need to do to run a program of that cloud but now we're in the realms of gold standard stuff so the, the system's really transparent so moving away slightly from your question uh, the answer to your question was lucky driven and knowledgeable would be the three answers uh, and having luckily the, the fine if you were to set up our, if you were to create our product now, you wouldn't, or you put, you could do it if you were rich. But you know the money that we invested over the years. So we've we have not been greedy as well, Amos. That we've reinvested a lot of the money, any profit that we would have made, we've reinvested to create Connect. So you know, you know, it's reaping its reward now, which is great. So, but go, the extension of that is the system's really transparent. So when I say transparent. It has lots of reporting, dashboard, it reports into Gatsby. When I say transparent, it basically, you, you can't hide from the dashboard where it tells you where you are performing well and where you're performing not so well and that where the gaps in provision are. So, you know, it, it, it screams at you, transparency, this is what you're doing well, this is what you're not doing too well. 
and, and obviously it can give you suggestions of how to improve what you're doing on each aspect of provision. And I remember, I remember a couple of clients, I had one client that came to me and said uh, they didn't like Connect because it was too transparent. So in my head it was like, so wait a minute, it's telling you where you're not doing very well and you don't like it because of that. That was a concern. And then I had another client said I didn't like I don't like that big red I don't like that big red chart there that big red chart there with that big what's that big red line? So that's your that's your students that are unplaced. That's a number of students that are unplaced. So I don't like that colour. I'm sitting there thinking, what kind of world are we living in here? Where they're more bothered about the colour? Just get your kids placed. <laughs> get your kids placed and they'll turn green. So uh, you know the system is really transparent. So if you if you are committed to quality, you know. The system it is there for you definitely, and also if you're there for uh, to make sure that you are uh, want to make sure that you know you can easily report and, and see how you're performing. The system does it for you. So I've got lots of stories like that, Amos, but I think we'll keep it to those two. Fantastic, um, Matthew. You know, Steve talks there about luck. Um, I think there's uh, there's a there's a quote that you put uh, last week in uh, in the group chat, and it really stuck with me. Uh, the harder you work, the luckier you get. You know, you do work hard. Uh, what are your final words? Uh, we know that you're a hard worker. You put all the time and effort in to make this thing and this product what it is today. I, I think I can quickly move on from that. I think you've, you've set me up there quite nicely because, yeah, I think, you know, not many people would disagree with the harder you work, the luckier you get. Uh, maybe to add, the smarter you work as well, the uh, the more benefits you can uh, you can showcase to your students, the wider stakeholders, and to your boss. And what I mean by that is, if you carefully invest in a technology platform that gives you the results quicker than you might have gotten from a spreadsheet or manual entry then you will only ever show yourself in a better light, that you've actually been strategic in your mindset and uh, everybody then can reap the rewards of efficiency. And you can kind of go on with your career and tackle other jobs that are not getting done because you haven't had a strategic mindset to invest in technology. And if we quickly apply that, Amos, to somebody in a school or a college working with uh, working without a platform that just think for a second how many jobs you could potentially be getting done if you had a platform that did a hundred things quickly and simply and gave you the best results rather than you having to do those a hundred things and you come out with the same result, but it's taking far too much time, money, and effort. Uh, and I think sometimes, you know, the the really the the clever thing to do is not to worry about technology replacing what it is that you currently do in your role, but actually to think about how you can adapt your role and provide more services to, in particular, young people if you've got a little bit more time and you've got the results that Stephen was talking about, the data, because then the data really gives you an opportunity to support young people further because it shows and highlights 
where there are potential gaps or failures in any schooling system. So, yeah, to move on from the harder you work, the luckier you get. I think the smarter you, you work, the more time you have to, uh, to, to to tackle change and to improve services for young people. So I'll leave, I'll leave that there as further food for thought, Amos. Wise words indeed. Well, gentlemen, thank you both very much uh, for your company today. That's been this week's podcast. It's been all about the EdTech article featuring the Connect software. And we've spoken extensively today about all the features, all the features of the uh, platform. Of course, you can find the article on our website, which is changingeducation.co.uk. And why not send us an email? Let us know what you think info at changingeducation.co.uk from Steve, from Matthew I've been Amos, thank you very much indeed until next week, bye bye